imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Leadership Global Program. I am so excited to welcome all of you to this week's program, where we're going to discuss why LinkedIn is the best business promotion you never have to pay for. And today, our special guest, Carol Kammermer, will explain to you how to leverage your own personal brand through LinkedIn. You know, your online social media profile is now just as important, if not more important, as your resume. If you're looking for a job or you're looking to change careers, you have got to be sure you're paying attention to your personal brand. In fact, did you know that 85% of employers are currently using social media networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for hiring? According to a survey by JobBite, in fact, nearly 60% of employers have hired through social media networks. So it's clear that employers are frequently using social media networks to find candidates for employment rather than going through resumes or searching job websites endlessly. But how can you develop a compelling online brand for yourself? How can you define the areas in which you specialize? that distinguish you from everyone else and persuasively convey the value that you bring or have brought to past employers. Find out the secrets to crafting a social media profile that helps you get found and helps showcase your business credibility and stand out from the competition. Remember, your social media profile is a way of engaging people who often become valuable connections and customers and maybe even your next employer. I have to tell you, I'm so excited to welcome Carol Kammermer to today's program. And let me tell you a little bit about Carol before we jump in. Carol Kammermer took what seemed like shockingly bad news and turned it into an amazing opportunity. After a surprise downsizing in the Fortune 500 company where she served as a consultant, Carol found that her 20 years of marketing communications experience actually provided a perfect setup for helping professionals build their online brand. She became a personal brand specialist. And LinkedIn, she recognized, is an absolutely integral part of that brand building. But many brilliant leaders are unable to articulate their brands effectively on LinkedIn. And what was a weak link in their online reputation. So since 2011, Carol has focused her communications expertise on helping C-suite executives and senior leaders use LinkedIn powerfully, creating positioning and messaging that actually reflects their business passion with authenticity. Her book, LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive was originally published in 2016. <laughs> the book was revised and published in its second edition in January 2021. Carol is a professional member of the National Speakers Association. She's a certified virtual presenter and advisor to the C-Suite Network. 
Carol, I am so glad to welcome you to today's program. I'm so pleased to be with you, Linda, and with all of your engaged audience. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carol. I got to tell you, I am so anxious to dig in. But before we get to the first question, tell us a little bit about your journey. What's led you to have such passion around personal branding across social media platforms like LinkedIn? Actually, it came from the depression of 2008 when many of my senior friends lost their jobs. And what was curious to me is, you know, I'd see them nine year, nine months to a year later, and I'd say, okay, so what are you doing now? And sheepishly, they would respond something like, well, um, I guess I've retired. And it wasn't time for them to retire. Some of them had children that they were still putting through college. They were, you know, 55-ish. And that's like way too early to retire. And I wondered what the heck happened to them? Why didn't they find new jobs? Well, in 2011, when my job was ended by that downsizing of of the company, I figured out what happened to my friends in 2008. They hadn't made the leap from trying to figure out what color vellum to um, put their resume on and what font to use to the way that people are really engaging with new talent, trying to bring in new talent. They are finding people through LinkedIn. These people had no presence on LinkedIn. You know, they may have had a skeletal profile, but that's just not going to cut it. And when I realized that, I realized too, because um, all the time that I had been consulting for that Fortune 500 company, I was writing for senior level people. You know, I was writing their letters. I was writing the marketing material. I know how those people hated to make mistakes. And at the time when um, I was learning about LinkedIn, so that I could get my next job, of course, I realized there was a huge thing. Every time people made a change to their profile, it would broadcast. And each section broadcast to everyone. And it was a nightmare. And I wanted to actually prevent people from having that nightmare happen to them. And so when I lost my position, I turned to LinkedIn because I also lost my entire network, which was inside the company. I had no network. I had no online reputation. I had no reputation at all beyond that company with 20 years of focusing inside. And I needed to cultivate both. And so I turned to LinkedIn to do that. And while I was learning, I was so taken by the insights that I was having, how we could use this, that I turned to all my friends who had also lost their jobs with that same downsizing. And I helped them with their profiles. And very soon thereafter, they began to send me 
their friends. And I realized I was recognized for a new area of subject matter expertise. That's the beginning of my LinkedIn story. I love that, Carol. Thank you so much for sharing your your journey with us. I'm so grateful for that. And I'm also interested, what are some of the mistakes that you see people making on their LinkedIn profile? I bet that's changed over the years. But what are some of the mistakes that even the most senior level executives uh, are common across their profiles? Okay. Well, the very first mistake is not taking LinkedIn seriously. And here are some examples of that mistake. Um, uh, One of them is not caring what your photo looks like. Hey, you know, we are visual people and we need to put in our very best picture of our very best self because when people connect with us, and they don't see us all the time. We always look exactly in their minds like we do on that picture. That is their image of us. And if it's not a great image, what have we done? So the other thing is people are so dismissive of LinkedIn that they don't bother to say really who they are in person. Um, authentically. And so writing just a little bit or hardly anything at all, like not having an about section or not um, putting anything except for your title and the company, it does us irreparable harm. Because if we were to fill in our accomplishments, people would be drawn to that. If we were to fill in what is our business passion, Why is it our business passion? When we tell our story with authenticity, we draw people like magnets. People love that. And so by brushing off LinkedIn and, you know, having just a skeletal profile, even if you have a great picture, it's not doing you any good. You're not going to be found by the search bots because you haven't used your keywords often. And you're not converting hearts. You're not building that no like and trust factor if you have no text. So those are those are huge, huge things. And then there are some other things that are arguably smaller, but um, that that make a difference. One is um, failing to customize your URL so that after your name you've got this random numbers and letters garbage at the end. The reason that that is an error is that when you go to put it on your business card or um, your virtual letterhead or your email signature block, it takes too much space (laughs) And, and it makes you look not in the know. So, you know, ideally it would end with your name, but if your name is common, that's not going to happen. So your name and a keyword or your name and your um, academic credentials or your name and um, your industry, something to say, yes, this is me and I am branded. 
Um, so, th so that's that's another uh, key mistake. And then finally, I would say um, another error that happens, and it happens mostly with senior level people who have been on LinkedIn since the beginning, and it is no picture. Now, it's not that they haven't loaded up a picture. It's a settings mistake. The settings mistake is that they have not made their picture public. And so if you're not connected to them, you see no picture. It's like, um, you know, reading through open house uh, notifications on, on uh, Saturday and seeing one that describes a house that might be interesting, but you're not going to go there because there's something wrong with that house um, if they have no picture. And uh, that same thing happens. Um, I have I've corrected that for a number of my uh, colleagues in the C-suite network where I'm going, hey, hey, did you know? And I always take a screenshot of what I see before I connect. And then I tell them, you know, how to correct that. So those are those are just a few. I love that. Really great insight. So thank you so much, Carol. Now, you know, a lot of people use LinkedIn to cultivate connections as a way of connecting with other people that might be customers, employees, clients, even people with the same passions and pursuits. So yes. how can we as executives really begin to cultivate our network using LinkedIn? Okay, well, let's start with how to connect because there are many people who are sending that robo message. And sometimes even though you have the heart to send a nice message and you have, you're thinking about what nice message you're going to send, you do something and, oh my gosh, the robo message went and you've invited someone without putting your best foot forward. The way that that happens is that you see somebody from a list that LinkedIn is offering to you. If you hit the connect button, it automatically sends the robo message. If instead, while you're looking at that same listing, you click on their face, it takes you to their profile. Every connection request should take place through the person's profile. Um, and I, I like to suggest that it really would be so much easier if you were connecting on your computer instead of on your phone. Because the phone app changes so often that I cannot even tell you um, from one day to the next how to connect by sending a message, um, a note um, from the phone. Um, nine times out of 10, you think you're going to do it and the app has changed and the way that you knew isn't there. So um, from their profile on your computer, hit um, connect and then add a note and write something that tells why it is you'd like to connect. I am receiving so many cookie cutter connect requests. I can't tell you. It's just, um, I just go through no, 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 <laughs> you know, ignore, ignore. Um, so the, the first way to, to cultivate a relationship is to start with a great 
invitation. So the, um, there are lots of other LinkedIn strategies for cultivating and nurturing that connection. One of them is the lightest of touches. It's just looking at their profile. Because when people see that we're looking at their profile, it's, you know, it creates a warm feeling. Another is while you're looking at their profile, pick out three of their skills to endorse. And you might want to endorse the top three, which would be the first three on their list. Um, that sends a message that you're thinking of them. Involve them in a conversation. If you have posted something and they responded with, with um, you know, a note, um, you know, in the in the chat or in the um, in the uh, homepage feed. You want to say something really kind and affirming or something that, yes, and something else, so that you build them up, um, not in a fakey way, but, you know, it's, there is, a, you know, a graciousness to accepting um, even great article, Carol, you know, <laughs> um, what can you say to this person that will um, affirm them and make their day brighter? Um, another strategy that I love to use is to find an article that you're not going to post because it's not on brand for you, but it's on brand for them. Um, you know, if I'm reading something and it's so apropos to wealth managers, I will write a note to each wealth manager and send this article. And my note goes something like, hey, I saw this article and I thought you would be interested. Also, I want you to know it made me think of you today. Hope you're having a great day. Wow, if you got that, wouldn't it warm your heart? It can be so fast and so easy to have that heartwarming happening on the other end. Um, never combine a bunch of people and send them the same message. And the reason on LinkedIn is that if they respond to you, they're responding to everybody that you sent it to at the, in the group. And there's nothing more disgusting than um, being in a group that you didn't have any intention of being on. It, it's like reply to all, you know, in a, in a big corporation. It's just not okay. So, you know, there are these strategies that I teach when I'm working with uh, a senior level person, helping them to understand how do we leverage this magnificent tool that we have available to us. And um, those are some of them. I love that, Carol. Those are really good uh, pieces of advice uh, based on what's obviously quite a bit of expertise. So thank you. 
And, you know, you mentioned some of the features of LinkedIn that um, allow for collaboration and connection and relationships to form and grow and flourish. And I know that on LinkedIn, there are new features being introduced all the time. And there are others that have been sunset even recently. So what are some of the new features on LinkedIn that we should take advantage of to amplify our brand and to clarify our purpose and to really be able to communicate what our value is on LinkedIn? So um, one of them that I use is um, it's um, something that you record on your voice app on your phone. And it is how do you pronounce your name? It shows up as a little speaker icon, uh, like a megaphone icon, right by your name. And um, I think there's about 10 minutes or 10 seconds of recording. So you can say, my name is Carol Kemmerer. Carol Kemmerer. (laughs) So, you know, um, that helps. Or if your name is so easy to pronounce, you can say um, Linda Fisk from Lead Hership Network. I'm ha- happy to welcome you into our community. Something like that, you know, just a little thing. Um, another uh, opportunity, and I'm not sure this is fully rolled out to everyone, but um, associated with your picture, you can also through your phone app record a video of you saying something. And um, I don't recommend it for those people who uh, uh, have stage fright <laughs> because it's it's a short little snippet and you don't wanna have yourself stuttering and stammering around. But if you can do it well, it can be very powerful. And then there is also a function, again, through the the phone app, um, I think it's a little bell that um, will notify you when someone posts something, not just anyone, but someone that you want to make sure that you know about. I'm not sure I want to know about anybody that much that I want it to notify. I turn off all my notifications on almost everything because I find as a writer that it um, interferes with my thought process. But if you like that, that's good. Um, Another thing that they have is um, it's kind of like instant messaging. It shows that you are on LinkedIn by showing a little green light by your name. And if there's a green light showing, um, perhaps if I write to you right now, you will feel compelled to respond because you can see that I know that you're there. It's like instant messaging. And again, that's not something that uh, serves me. Um, I I wouldn't do that. Um, But if you are that kind of person who loves to be right there, that's, that's your way. So those are, those are some that come to mind. I love those all really good new um, features, functionality on LinkedIn that's good for us to know about as we consider all the different ways that we want to either really amplify our brand or connect with other people. So thank you. 
Now, let's really talk about those time-starved executives that have just a little bit of time to spend on LinkedIn. Maybe this is just something that they visit once a week, once a month. So if someone had just one hour to update their LinkedIn profile, how should they spend that time, Carol? This is going to sound counterintuitive, but I would spend almost 45 minutes thinking about what you want to say. The concept is we want, we are delivering just a few messages about ourselves. What are they? So when I am working with someone on their personal brand, one I have a, a set of three questions that I always pose to them. And we don't get them answered in rapid fire. Sometimes it takes an hour for me to tease it out of them. But the first question is, what are the three things you want to be known for? Because when we think about what it is that we want to be known for, we can put that into our profile and people can remember. The second question is, what is your differentiator? Or what are your differentiators? The things that you bring that no one else does, that you do in a special way. Think more thought pattern than knowledge in this case. You know, it's like how you connect the dots or how your thinking is always just a little different. How you um can associate things that seem disparate to other people and bring them together and create. So, you know, your differentiators. And then what are your keywords? Because LinkedIn is a search engine. So I would spend my 45 minutes on those exercises. So the next time I have an hour, I could do something about it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is great. And you're right. I think sometimes really considering what you want to say before you just publish to everyone um, is important. That's the important first step. I love that. It reminds me a little bit of the extensive behavioral checklist that you have at the end of your book, LinkedIn Savvy Executive, right? Because that book that you've created and the behavioral checklist really does start to probe some of those important questions that every executive needs to consider when they jump into updating their LinkedIn profile. So how can readers use that behavioral checklist? The behavioral checklist goes on and on. There are two ways that people use it. If you know that there is no way you're going to read a book, however slender this book is, um, from cover to cover, then I recommend that you visit that behavioral checklist, which, you know, are affirmative statements of, you know, I've done this or, you know, this is happening on my profile. Um, If you can't answer yes to those statements, the checklist is is broken down by uh, chapters. And so it is a way for you to identify where it is that you're going to need some work and go back to those chapters and read those chapters. So that's the, you know, it's a, for a pre-read. The other way that I really hope people are using it is that they are working their way through the book. 
so um, you can see it's it's in red and black text. It's got um, it's got um, action steps at the end of each chapter. It's really set up to be a way that you can work through your LinkedIn profile and the way that you use LinkedIn to leverage your brand online. Um, and then at the end is like the test. Did you do all these things? You know, did you miss one? Oh, if you did, well, here's where you go back to pick that up again. So um, people have said that that's um, one of the most golden parts of my intellectual property here is that checklist because it is so very helpful. I love it, Carol. Thank you so much. And thank you for including that in your book. I'm so grateful for that. And, um, you know, we're almost at the end of our time together. And so I want to wrap up with a consistent question that we ask at the end of every leadership global program. And that's about leadership advice. Carol, what is the most important leadership advice that you've ever received that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? You know, the quotation from Oscar Wilde, be yourself everyone else is taken, really, really speaks to me. It speaks to how I want people to represent themselves on LinkedIn. You know, when we um, match our profile to mimic someone else, instead of doing that deep internal work of what is it that's important to us, you know, what do we want to be recognized for? What are our differentiators? We do ourselves a disservice because the things that come to us are not for us. They're for someone else. So be yourself. Everyone else is taken is my um, quote of the day. I love that, Carol. Thank you so yeah. much. What a wonderful way of wrapping up the conversation about personal branding. We have a quote from Oscar Wilde, be yourself, everyone else is taken. And as yes. you begin to really craft what you represent, what your value is, what you stand for, that is a great place to, to really be able to claim who you are on LinkedIn once you've answered those pivotal questions. And for everyone that's listening, if you need help really ensuring that your personal brand shines and you are clearly differentiated from everyone else and what is sometimes very crowded marketplace, don't hesitate to reach out to Carol Kammerer. She is a LinkedIn strategist. She is a personal branding expert, and she is a social media guru. Carol, thank you so much for being a part of Lead Hership Global. Thank you. I have an access code for my book in my class um, for a discount. Um, it's through carolkemmerer.com that you can order and the access code is special all in capital letters 10. So I hope that you'll take advantage of that. It's, it's my gift to the people listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for joining Lead Hership Global's award-winning podcast. As a member of Leadership Global, you have the opportunity to meet inspirational leaders, create lifelong friendships, and be surrounded by others who are invested in your success. 
Join our global community of inspiring women in leadership, women who will help you create greater levels of impact, support your personal and professional breakthroughs, and help you accelerate your success. Don't miss out on the opportunity to show up, speak up, and step up in your professional and your personal life. Find out how you can join us at leadhershipglobal.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.